Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to urge in the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to urge in the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, that's hit him on the helmet. Another helmet has been hit. All three Australian batsmen have now been hit. Archer in, right arm over the little bit of wicket. It's tracked on by Kale Rahul. Archer has the first wicket of the series. Here is Wood. Looks yeah! at the Straight through the number 11. Middle stump Yorker. Mark Wood has five. In this innings, Mark Wood has become the fastest bowler in England history when you look at average speeds. What uh, we want to ask here is... Uh, can you learn how to bowl fast? I'm going to start with you, Harmi. Uh, I think, I reckon you might have the, the fastest top speed of, of the three gentlemen in the room, although Goffey will be, you know, hitting me in a minute to tell me I'm wrong. Uh, do you think you can learn to bowl fast, or do you think it is a natural thing? I think it's a natural thing. Um, I think you can, you can teach somebody maybe three or four mile an hour, but I don't think you can take somebody from 80 mile an hour and make him bowl 90 mile an hour. I think that's in there. Um, an interesting conversation me and Mark were having a little bit earlier about Sam Curran and the way Sam Curran bowls now. He's, you know, his body's developing. He's got a bit bigger. He's 20-year-old. His bowling action's becoming more consistent. I think when you do that, you then get a little bit quicker, probably you know, three, four mile an hour. But I don't think, and, and Tudor will correct me here if, from a coaching point of view because he's more qualified coaching-wise, but I think it's, it's natural. Then I was natural. I was naturally quick. And I think I got better, more consistent. The more I bowled um, and the more as my body developed into my bowling action. And I think that's the difference. Your body develops into your bowling action. And I think that gets you three or four mile an hour. I don't think you can teach somebody to, from 80 mile an hour to bowl 90 mile an hour. Alex Judy, you coach kids. Uh, that's you know your main profession these days. So you're probably uh, you know the best to ask when it comes to kids, is there something that you can do to make them quicker or is it a natural thing? No, it's it's definitely natural. Um, you can generally, when kids say, sir, sir, I want to bowl quick, I want to bowl quick. And okay, 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 I'm not going to say anything. Run up and show me. And they'll run up and they'll run up really aggressive and then like the arm speed's all wrong. They collapse and stuff like that. So then I go through the sort of biomechanics of if you want to bowl fast. So anyone who bowls like Mark Wood's pace and Joffre's pace, you see that? brace front leg the hips I always tell them about the you know the middle the core has to be strong it's not so much how big and strong you are it's 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 like the twitch fibers shoulders getting that release and you've got to want to do it you've got to want to bowl fast it's going to hurt your body there's no time in bowling fast and Goffey will tell you and Harmy 
you're never 100% fit. And I learned that quite early in my career because a lot of people um, said to me, oh, he only wants to bowl quick when he's fit. But the late, great Graham Dilley always said to me, Chuji will never bowl 100% fit. And I learned that as I got older. Um, so what I say to kids now is I give them the basics and I say, look, if you want to bowl quick, this is the way to go about it. I don't try and pigeonhole and get everyone to bowl exactly the same, which they try to do to us on the academy when they want us all to try and load up like Brett Lee. Um, and then um, another great coach of mine, um, Jeff Arnold, when he saw me trying to load up, he was like, Chudes, what are they doing? What are you doing? Do you see Kirtley Ambrose yeah, and Courtney that, Walsh? And he went nuts. And you just, you know, with fast bowling, it's the originality. You just want everyone to be slightly different. As long as they're not damaging their body as these sort of these mix actions and whatever, just let them run in and bowl. Have some fun with it and just let the thing go. But everyone's like, oh, you've got to bowl line and length and stuff like that. If you've got a young lad, let him bowl quick. And then the rest will come as he gets older. I remember, I remember that trip, Jude, the academy trip, and the guy, we were in the indoor school at Adelaide, and he's trying to get me to load up this way, and in the end, I just couldn't get it. And in the end, I just, me being forthright with my opinion, which I was a tearaway as a youngster, um, which has grown into an older tearaway, is, is, was, I just looked at him and I said, look, man, I'm not being funny. I bowl at 91, 92, 93 mile an hour. I'm six foot five. I make the ball, I can make the ball bounce. If I've not got fully understanding where this thing's going, what chance has he got 22 yards away? So you're going to try and make me more accurate so I get lined up easier. No, I'm quite happy doing this the way I'm, I'm doing it and let me become natural because for me, fast bowling, and I mean out and out fast bowling, is natural. Show back to run up, natural. Brett Lee, you know, the say he was mechanical and he's loaded, he wasn't. He was, that was Binger being natural. He was, he was a naturally fast bowler. And the same with Wakar and Wazim. Goffey was the same. It was naturally quick. This was something that come natural to an individual, Darren. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and, I, and I get the loading up. And I think, listen, all actions are different. And I think um, I look at my two sons uh, when, when they were younger. I've got one who has an action like Steve Armson, right? Uh, probably because that's what he watched growing up. Um, and I've got one that's got an action like me when they were younger. So they were totally, totally different, right? Uh, but they got the ball down uh, as quick as they could possibly do with totally different actions. So that was good to see. That was a, 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 a weird having two sons who have totally different actions. But when it comes to it, when I, when I first started, I was definitely someone who bowled um, low 80s. And I mean low 80s, 80, 81 miles an hour, looking to swing the ball. But that's probably down to I wasn't fit enough. I wasn't strong enough, and I didn't realise how fit and strong you had to be to be a fastballer day in, day out. And I think what happened over the next few years during my journey as a fast bowler was realising how fit I had to be, doing, getting miles in the legs, running. Secondly, upper body strength, because obviously I don't possess that natural height. Um, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm five foot eleven on a good day. I'm probably down. To <laughs> five, I'm probably down to five ten now um, as I've got older. Um, but I definitely was someone who got better pace. But that was purely from exactly the same action as I've always had. But I just got stronger on a daily basis, and I just got naturally quicker through bowling overs and getting stronger and fitter. So. That's where I found it from. And the way I look at it, and, and, and the reason they're saying it's naturally to find a fast bowler, I was part of an experiment many, many years ago with an athletics coach called Wilf Page. 
And every uh, fast bowler, young bowler in Yorkshire and from around the country, they advertised for it, who wanted to bowl, they're trying to find a 95 miles an hour plus bowler. It was, they did little bits of clips for it for TV and not one of them uh, came through, through that. And I'm talking that you should have seen the training they were doing there. Uh, the jumping, the weights, the heavy weights, the power lifting. And he was, he was convinced, and this is because he was an athletic coach, he was convinced he could find England's next fast bowler. It never happened. It, it absolutely never happened. You've got all these guys coming in different shapes and sizes, some of them huge, some of them small, some of them my height, some of them height, and not one of them ended up making it as a professional fast bowler. But it's it, not that easy. It's natural in feel, and I'll go back to probably my, the most embarrassing moment I had on a cricket pitch. Um, and if you don't get quite right, you know, in, 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 the, in the movements, it goes horribly, horribly wrong, and that's in Brisbane. And I talk of, you know, why Joffre only bowls 80 mile an hour, 82, 80 mile an hour, 84 mile an hour. Why is Joffre not bowling 90 mile an hour all the time? I used to get that as well. People say to me, why, are you not bowling, why, why is he not bowling 90 mile an hour? And if you do not get it right at the top, and you do not get it right sync, you know, and the, the feel right, it does go awry. And when it, if it's not, if your wrist's not fully behind it, you know, you're not driving through with your front, with your front arm, like Jude said, the brace leg position and the hips driving through. If you're not all in sync, then one, it doesn't come out properly. You know, it comes out you know, a bit skew with. It doesn't come out anywhere near as fast as, as what it should do. So all this comes in with the, you know, the mechanics of, of the bowling action and trying to bowl as fast as you can. And then, flip out that a little bit further then it comes with confidence and you, know, you talk about it you know, all of a sudden if you're in the, the, this game especially you know, Tom Curran and hearing the, the fascinating chat with the guys talking about bowling at the death if you're not quite in sync and you're not as confident you will not let go of the ball in, in time for the, you know, the action to be, to be sort of um, rhythmical and once that goes then your confidence goes once your confidence goes you will keep a hold of the ball and then you know, all of a sudden your action's gone and doubt comes into your mind. And that, for me, all them have to be in the, in the right order to make sure you're in the right position to let go of the ball as confident and as sync and as rhythmical as you possibly can. That's when you get to 90 mile an hour. Jared, rhythm's the biggest key here because some people have natural rhythm. Right? Unfortunately, I mean, you, I've got natural rhythm. Are you going to talk about your dancing? Yeah, you, you're dance you, floor, you're you haven't got you, natural you, rhythm. You would like her when you've got natural yeah. rhythm. So, <laughs> so for Army, everything had to be in sync as, he, as he's talking. For me, I wouldn't even have to measure up my run-up. I could still run from anywhere, and he, I would just, for some reason, I was lucky enough to have that natural um, rhythm. I had um, um, a decent run-up, um, so I think it all comes into place. He's talked about that breast front leg. I had that. That was natural. Um, I had a strong front arm. You pull that through, so you had to have the muscles in your side, uh, otherwise you'd just fall to bits. And then you had to have that fa those fast twitch fibers where you could get through that, that shoulder, get through the ball, get round with your back and get a real good follow through. That's all the fast ball. That, well, that's not that all that fast ball is. But when it all comes together, you would know as a fast bowler on a morning, when you're bowling um, in the warm-up through to the keeper, I want to bowl quick today. And it's a real weird feeling, isn't it, guys? Because some days you think it's a real struggle. The natural rhythm wasn't there as, as good as it normally is. But one day, as soon as you bowl through to the keeper, I'm going to bowl quick today. It's weird how you got that feeling. No, it's definitely. And I totally agree. And, and I suppose I wasn't at the pace of these guys. I was sort of mid-80s, me, 85, 80, whatever. But when I bowled my quickest was when I wasn't trying as hard. 
There was many times when I've, you know, Adams either threw me the ball or Alec, Alec Stewart, and they'd be like, choose, I need you to bowl quick. I need a wicket. And I'll run in, and I'll be falling away. My hands won't be behind the ball. It's coming out of Nat's pace. I'm getting pulled, and I'm like, ah. You know what I mean? But there was times when I was just relaxed, and they were just like, choose, just need you to bowl. And I'd just be nice and relaxed, and the ball be flying through, and I'd be all. And I'm not trying as hard. So that's why we say to guys, just relax. Just relax. Get your run-up. That's why we say run-up's important. I remember I, I played a game against Gloucester, and listen, I, I, I was lucky enough. Courtney Walsh was playing, and I said, Great man, do you mind just watching me? Tell me what you think. And after he just he came to me, he said, "Look, Chuds, I like what I see, but your run ups all one pace. You're not attacking the crease." And then from that day, I just said, "Right, I need to." He said, "Look, when you're getting when you're sort of I don't know five yards away from the umpire, you want to be attacking that crease and get through it." And from that day, it sort of hit home. And no one had really told me that before, um, you know. And it's nice when you can bounce off you know, greats like that. And he, and, and, he, and he had his word and I'm forever grateful for that. And it's amazing though, Jared, and you, you, you'd stay, you bowl a six-over spell and you'd be absolutely knackered when things aren't going, your action's not quite right. When you're in rhythm, you could, go, you could bowl 10, 12 overs and not feel as though you've, you've done anything. And that, that, that's you know, the psychological side of the bowling, the injury part of it that goes. But to simplify things for any young kid listening about the fast bowling, if you can keep as much as you possibly can in a straight line, you've got half a chance. And what I mean in a straight line is don't go, and you know, if there is kids listening to this, don't go off you know, the line of a, the way that your, your front foot lands in the crease. Go off the off stump of the off stump you're bowling at. So take a line back, and even if it's a bit of string, all the way back from off stump, all the way back through the crease, and then up to the end of where, you, where your mark is. And practice running in that straight line. Because what you'll do is you'll run in that straight line. You know, even if you're, even if you're running and practicing left foot, right foot, you know, either side of the line. By the time you get to the crease, you'll be in sync with where your target is, which is around about off stump. And by the, you, know, you look at where the ball looks to be pitching, you're looking for the ball to go on towards off stump. And that there, you can't go much wrong if you try and keep to the symbol of that. Then you bring your wrist into position into, into play, where like Jimmy Anderson you know, swings it in or you know, swings it away. And then you can move backwards from that. But that would be a good tell to try and get any young fast bowler that if you are taking energy away, whether it's going, you're throwing your left arm out if you're a right armer, or you're you're jumping in off that off that straight line, then all of a sudden the dynamics of the bowling action will not work and not work in sync. And if you keep it as simple as going in a straight line, you've got a better chance for me, guys, to bowl faster because you know there's not a lot can go wrong if you're in a straight line. Yeah, and I always say to the kids, listen, what's the what's the faster way I talk about power? If you were going to punch or anything like that, it's straight lines. And Harmy's dead right. I said, if you're running a 100-meter sprint in a straight line, A to B, get there as fast as you can. And it's the same way when I say about run-ups. I just I get them in a, in a margin, and I say, just run up straight and follow through straight. And as Harmy says, not much will go wrong. And if a kid's got a good wrist, he's going to make that ball talk. The only time you don't run straight is if you're being chased by a crocodile. <laughs> yeah. So he's right, um, and that's what you're going to do. But I think when it comes down to it, weight going forward as well on, on, on your run-up, and I think um, just from working with um, Mahmood, you know, you know um, over the past um, year, um, he's but one of these things, and I watched him run up, and he's got, he's got a real strong action. He's good at most things he does. But just from watching him and seeing his run-up, he's but a lot of his weight was going back 
when he was running in. Now, if you can transfer that weight to everything, the momentum and everything's going forward, and you attack that crease, as T said, one pace run-up, you want to start off and gradually build your pace so you're attacking and you've got momentum going into the crease and give yourself the best chance. And then on that day, when all that timing comes together, they're the days where you will bowl quick. It sometimes won't naturally be there. You'll be searching for it. There'll be something slightly off, whether it be you're not using your front arm enough, you're not following through enough, you're not attacking the crease enough. But when you do get it right, and it's a great feeling as a fast bowler when you do get it it's right. It's the best feeling. It's the best feeling in the world where you feel top of the world and you're bowling short balls and quick balls are flying through to the keeper and you can see that fear in the batsman's eye. It's, oh, I'd love to have them days again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much, guys. That was an incredible chat there. Uh, when we talk about this, a couple of years ago, Victoria uh, kept producing pull rifle type bowlers, so 80 mile an hour type bowlers, and they literally just went out and found a bunch of 28-year-olds who were playing in club cricket who were bowling 90 miles an hour. Shane Harwood was one, Mick Lewis was another. They both went on to play for Australia, which does suggest that for all the weight training and all the fast, basically, you can bowl fast or you can't, I think, at a, at a certain level. To be and, honest, you get, sorry, you go can go off a of weight training, but and you talk about being injured and stuff like that. I did a fascinating chat with Simon Jones yesterday about he ne- after 2000 and sort of four he never felt other than other than 80 percent fit when he was always worried about breaking down i was the other way if I, I worked the theory that if you had muscles you got injured i didn't go to the gym i didn't try and build up i was like Jude's was saying there i was quite strong around sort of backside quite strong around the core and uh, you know, dynamic through the crease and, you know, and that's that for me was why i didn't get injured well, i always say you can get guys in the gym and you get them strong and they may be able to bowl quick but it's longevity. If you want longevity in a game like these two have had, all right, muscles and it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Like I can tell you, or some guys that look ripped and they're big and they're strong, two or three years, and they're done and they're cooked. Yeah, just just to quickly come in because I know you want to go to a break. But <laughs> Hoggard's listening and Hoggard's hammering us. He's just texted me. Matthew Hoggard is hammering us, and he's giving us some stick about talking about being a fast bowler. But he bowled backwards, didn't he? So yeah, I had to stick that one in. Sorry about me. He was a spinner, Garen. Spinner Ari. <laughs> Hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.